Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am Lauren. And I'm Jules. Hey, forward flash again today. We are talking Ghost World from 2001. I am really excited. I, uh, I'm i really surprised that I got you to rewatch it. I know, this is such a Jules movie. And I have to say, <laughs> I think I watched this like really, it was a long time ago. Like, and I, I remember just being like, eh. Like, I wasn't into it. I don't really, and I can't really tell you why. I have no idea why I didn't, I didn't like, grasp it, because I love Steve Buscemi. I love the cast. I I, I guess I was like, eh, the story's kind of whatever. But now rewatching it, I I just love Steve Buscemi. Right? Like, like a lot. <laughs> so, like, I, anytime he's in anything, I just love how, like, grumpy and grouchy he is. Like, I just love it so much. <laughs> he, like, made it for me. Like, I, I do love Thora Birch, though, quite a lot. Um, and Scar- I mean, Scarlett Johansson, she's slipping in the ranks with me uh, a little bit. I used to like her like a long time ago, but you know, she's in Marvel shit now. I mean, she's whatever. I mean, yeah. I'm, she's whatever, but <laughs> Steve Buscemi, I just he, love him. Steve Buscemi is really the star of this movie, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely is. Like, I just, oh my God, I love him. Yeah. We just did Airheads too with Steve Buscemi. We're yeah. like on a Buscemi train. <laughs> cool i'm excited so wait why do you love this because you like really really like this so what's your history with it um so i had only seen it like a few years ago um but like so it's not like that recent or i mean not that long ago that like i've seen it but um like you said this is like a jules film Mm -hmm. like i have a very specific taste of like movie that I like. I really like coming of age movies. I like when there's uh, some sarcasm mm-hmm. and, you know, just kind of dry comedy. Um, and I also really like, you know, kind of sad, um, you know, like melodramas. And this- have you, have you seen welcome to the dollhouse? No. <gasps> oh fuck. Okay. Okay. Right, that, that's, we'll watch that's, that one next. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's homework for everyone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, on, the, I, I think it's because I like, I grew up as a teen kind of at the, um, or, or I was, I was becoming the coming of age, um, uh, like kid that all of these movies were kind of based on. Like Mm -hmm. I, I kind of put ghost world in the same genre of like Juno or little sunshine or like even Napoleon dynamite. Um, Uh All of these just like indie movies, Nick Um, and Nora's infinite playlist. Yes. Nick and Nora. Like Uh, it's all Charlie Bartlett. Yes. Charlie Bartlett. (laughs) Like all of these movies are basically kind of like what formed Michael Sarah. Yeah. (laughs) Just Michael Sarah. Yeah. I mean, Steve, Steve Buscemi was Michael Sarah before Michael Sarah was Michael Sarah, you know, like totally. Um, and, and so when I watched this movie, like, it really resonated with me because it it kind of, I, I really related to this, like, liminal space of, like, after graduation being just, like, you know, this, like, quirky, you know, teenager kind of not sure where her place is in the world. She, like, really struggles with, like, wanting to be her authentic self in a conforming world and um and i i kind of took ghost world as like just like living in like this liminal space and um yeah and i really resonated 
with Enid, even when she's, you know, kind of bratty, like you can't really tell if you're supposed to like root for Enid or <laughs> be against her because she, uh, like she's kind of a fuck up, but I like that about her. Like, I think it's like kind of endearing and like, sometimes you don't always agree with what she does, but, um, there's I just something. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm like going all off on no, it. No, no, like, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I was just going to say, I love that Rebecca is literally like a 45 year old divorcee. Who's like trying to like get her life together, fucking renting an apartment, like outfitting it. I was like, girl, how old are you? <laughs> you right? look like you're like 13. Like Scarlett looks so young when she's probably what? Like, 16 or 17 in this movie yeah really young i think what's so cool about it too is like you're really in the space of these teenagers just trying to get their shit together and then you think like well they're only 18 like yeah they're they're gonna get it right like you know Edith, like enid sees uh rebecca you know kind of getting a job and yeah trying to get an apartment and like you see her just kind of fall behind and she um, rented it. She like rented it without her. She's like, "Well, yeah. I got the lease, so we're moving tomorrow." I was like, "Who <laughs> co-signed? Can we can we see more about like what happened with this like like what kind of job is she a manager at the like, coffee shop? Girl, like, what's your credit score? <laughs> yeah, right. Like you just got out of school unless she's been working at the same place since she was sixteen, and then she goes full time when she's eighteen or something. Like it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. It's so quirky and like oh, like Steve Buscemi. He's really the star of this movie and he is like there's this moment where like Ina's like saying like oh like I think he's pretty cool and like Rebecca's like what (laughs) and I I got it girl (laughs) I agree with Ina I'm like yeah this dude's cool as shit (laughs) yeah wait so now question how old do you think that uh Seymour who's Steve Buscemi's character is supposed to be in this movie what is the age? Because I can't tell how old we're supposed to think he is, if that makes sense. Um, I kind of thought he was like, see, the problem with Steve Buscemi is he's always looked older. Yeah, he has. Yeah. But I feel like maybe he's supposed to be like late 20s, early 30s, which I guess we will have to you get think? into in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, you think that I thought he was even old. I thought like over 35, the girl looked older with Dana, but then yeah. it's also older. Like, you know how, when you watch things in the nineties and people are like 26 and they look like they're like 40. Totally. Like, it's also like that because this is about 20 years ago. So people just kind of looked older. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. I, I was like, is he over 35? Cause it like, how old is he? But then he said like, he was in a relationship like what, four years ago. And I was like, okay, well, Maybe he's in this, like, maybe he's 29, 30. I, he has a I roommate. Like with the way that he, like, I mean, he dressed like a grandpa. Yeah. Um, Which, like, I think is cute. Like, um, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, he could. I, I could see that, like, at, like, past 35. There's definitely, like, the age gap is definitely apparent. Yeah, okay, that yeah, that we know. Yeah, yeah, that we know that there is an age gap. I just googled like young Steve Buscemi and like I can't concentrate now. <laughs> oh my god, wait, I'm going to do it too. Like literally just google Steve Buscemi young. That's literally what I just put in and I was like, no, I can't. He's concentrate. so cute. <laughs> He's so cute, guys. They're like all of these amazing photos. Like it's really funny. I just like love his big buggy eyes. I know. They're so cool. 
Like, I love it. I'm like, what movie is this where he's in the white shirt? And he's holding the Coke can? Oh, yeah. yeah Wait, we're, like, going that. so off tangent. I'm going to find <laughs> out. Um, and he's a firefighter, which is also crazy. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? During How that, old is he? 64? I just looked this up. I don't just readily know his age. <laughs> I literally was just looking at it. 64, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, he's a firefighter. And I think uh, during 9-11, I believe he, like, went to his old firehouse and, like, helped out. Wow. Mm-hmm. He's, like, ama- I mean, he's just amazing. He's he's just, he's so New York, too. You want to know my first ever Steve Buscemi movie? Ooh, what? Oh, actually, just kidding. It was going to be really funny. Um, the first Steve Buscemi <laughs> film i ever saw he was in wedding singer um oh, but yeah. the I one that. that i like actually remember he was in fucking spy kids oh <laughs> shit yeah he was he's in like a lot like it's kind of weird that you're like wait a minute he's in like for me as a child i remember him in the adventures of pete and pete uh-huh um which have you ever seen that show um i don't think so i feel like you might like it it's very quirky and like odd and weird and i feel like you'll like it it's like this weird screwball comedy about two siblings named pete and they have red hair and it's like a nickelodeon show like 20 minutes i think it was like 94 or something like that they had a really amazing uh what do you call it intro like there was a band that played the theme song and they're like on the porch and like on the grass it's very cool steve buscemi was in that there's a girl in the story who's like best friends with the guy she she is it uh Steve Buscemi's her dad and like guidance counselor at the school <laughs> so like so I saw him in that when I was really young yeah and I was right. like oh my god he's really cool then I saw him in like Reservoir Dogs uh Tarantino like Mr. Pink you know like classic mm-hmm. and yeah he's just like and obviously Boardwalk Empire is like one of my favorite shows or he's like the star of that um but yeah it's it's really cool but yeah he's a firefighter too isn't that crazy that's so cool mm-hmm um, yeah, enough uh, Buscemi talk, I guess. I, I <laughs> so, got, like, so sidetracked. Okay, so so you watched it uh, when you were younger. Um, yes. So how did you, like, what was your overall take on it, um, watching it? Okay, so I, I liked it for its quirky story because I think from the point that I watched it a long time ago, I feel like this was one of those things that I rented when Netflix still had discs. Oh, okay. When you could like mail it and you had a queue and you would like reorder it and they would like send you the next three. This was one of those movies. I definitely didn't see it when streaming was available. So it was like Mm -hmm. quite a while ago. So I think what happened is like at the time, I I think my, I guess my movie taste was just somewhat limited because I now, now that they're streaming, I feel like, I mean, it's just really opened up me to be able to watch so many different things, so many documentaries, movies, whatever. So I think I now appreciate like the kitschy weirdness of it. But at the time there, I didn't have much reference and I was like, what is this? It kind you know what it kind of reminded me of? It kind of reminded me of like this Wes Anderson kind of thing. And I was like, okay, it's one of these like weird kitschy stories. This I'm more into like dark, like grungy and like just more like, I don't know. Just like I was watching just really like depressing shit. I was watching like yeah. spotting and wrecking for a dream. And I was like, this is not my vibe. Like I like darker shit. I mean, I yeah. like dark comedy, but I, I guess it just like at the time I was just like, yeah. And then, so yeah. So then I just didn't really think anything of it. I did remember thinking that the clothes were so cool though. I remember that being like, Oh, the music was cool. And the clothes were cool. I definitely thought the relationship between Steve Buscemi and Thora Birch was weird. And I think that might've turned me off that I was yeah. like, this is weird. Like, I don't, 
you know. Then I started seeing it, you know, when Tumblr became a thing and I was on mm-hmm. Tumblr, I started seeing it and I was like, oh yeah, Ghost World. And I was like, why does everyone love this movie? Like, I, I get the aesthetics of it, but I was like, the story is like kind of weird. Like, but see now since then, I've seen a lot of really fucked up stories and like weird things. And I guess now I'm like, well, she's 18. I mean, like 13 was a bit more scandalous than this movie. Yeah. The movie yeah. 13, because they actually were that age. And kissing that, what is it, Kit Pardue? Like, they were actually, mm-hmm. like, making out with, like, grown adult men. Totally. Which is a whole, like, which Evan Rachel Wood talked about in the documentary, which is another story. But, but like, that actually is more traumatizing than this now. But I think this came out first. I don't know if I'd seen 13 yet. When I saw 13, I remember thinking, like, isn't she really young? Why is she, like, with all these guys? Yeah. Like, can they do that? Like, we know whole but yeah, so I think I have a different reference now. And now I just see it's like, was it like just a cute May-December romance? I think if they didn't sleep together, I'm, I might have I left that out. But I do know that this is a comic. So that was my other question is that this comic was written by Daniel Klaus, directed by Terry Zwigoff, the movie. I forgot to mention that. So wait, what do you know of the comic? Is this pretty true? Like, does that happen in the comic? I, I'm not sure that was oh. added. So yeah, I was I was telling Lauren I uh, I ordered the comic because I really wanted to read it before the. Thanks pod. for listening to the Fashion Grunge podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, go check out our Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash/FashionGrunge, and we have ninety episodes up there, including complete series recaps of Freaks and Geeks, My So Called Life, tons of movies, and just a ton more content. So go check it out. As always, rate, like, subscribe. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And thanks. Bye.